The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Afternoon, evening, or wherever the fuck you decide to listen to this. I'm your co-host, Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Lee Michael Kimbrell. Hello. What's <laughs> as, going on? As he's <laughs> whip-syncing the intro. I was mouthing it. Or whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this. <laughs> no, I love it. But Hello, everybody. Nasty boys and girls all around the world. Good to see you. We got part two with Tadashia. But first, we're going to do a little... Well, chip jabbing. We know that you guys tune in to hear our sweet melodic voices go back and forth about the musings of what's going on in Cincinnati Reds fandom. Sure. So here we are. Uh, so we're gonna start with Lee. Yes. How's your week, bud? I had an excellent week. I had a good week. Yeah. Um, a good week in the sense that nothing really stood out on the radar. Nothing was too super great or too super bad. <coughs> Isn't that nice? It was. The weather broke a little bit. That was nice. So I, uh, I, will, I will say something. I have uh, I made it a point. I got up early every day this week. And, Whoa. you know, early, depending on what your definition of early is. Early to you. Early to me. You know, I've had... I did construction this last summer where I was up at fucking 7 a.m. Obviously, I <laughs> taught back in the day. That was earlier than that. But your boy is just not a natural early riser. Mm-mm. Especially now. I mean, you know what it's like. You you go up on stage. You do well. It's it's hard to come down from that. You go up mm. on stage, do poorly. It's harder to go to sleep after that. Yeah. Um, and in considering right now, we're recording at 11.10. It's 11.10, and by the way, that's early as shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, at this point, yeah, my clock's all off, but I've been getting up early. I've what time been, is uh, early? Like 9.45. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. Um, I get up at 8 every morning. Yeah, no, yeah, you're an 8 o'clock boy Ugh. every day. Got to get to Essex at 9. That's right, get out of there at 5. So you got to get there at 9 o'clock, and you wake up at 8. Because right. it's it's a short trip. It's it's not about the trip. It's, it's like an eight minute drive to work, right? Right. It's but you give four to eight. Depending but you on my get 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 up and give yourself an hour to like slowly take your shower, make your coffee, do yep. your stretching, read the news. Well, that's good because I'm the kind of guy if I gotta be at work at eight thirty, yeah, and I can wake up at eight twenty. You're doing it. I'd swing it. See, I gotta adjust and become a person. Yeah, right. Well, you know. Because you show up to your job and immediately kind of have to be on. I'm diving in. Yeah. And I'm going to work. Uh, well, actually, when I wake up, 
it's already started for some people because some people work at home, so they're clocking in at eight, seven. Yeah. You know, they're click clacking away on their G chat, and I'm like, ah, waking up, coming to. I read that while I'm pooping. Yeah. Take a long shower, just yell out, "Hey Siri, what time is it?" Yeah. <laughs> I have ten more minutes. Yeah, right. To just stand and then soak with my hands and my tits. And you've got that uh, stall shower. Stall, sh- yeah. So it's nice and tight. <laughs> Real tight. Nice and tight. You get in there, you squeeze yourself in, let that hot water cascade, cascade down on your beautiful, voluptuous body. Very voluptuous. Get caught in my cracks and, <laughs> and marks. Wash it all up. Mm. That's good. That's a good yeah. It's a good morning routine. And, uh, make my lunch and then get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and then go save the world one t-shirt at a time. Did I mention that I poop for about 15 minutes? Yeah, I he didn't mention <laughs> it, but it was assumed by okay, all, my okay, friend. Great. Yeah, No one thought that that was a dainty shit. <laughs> it's hefty. Yeah, no, no one assumed that uh, you didn't put a hurting on that toilet no, every morning. I, I feel bad for it. Yeah, well, you, you've actually got a, like the coolest toilet I've ever seen. You guys bought a fucking light for yeah. the inside of the bowl. That was all and leashy. And it changes... Yep. Holy shit, I, that's how you potty train a kid. Fifteen different colors. Get out of town. In your toilet bowl. Yeah. You're peeing at the disco. Oh. <laughs> it's fucking nice. Call it Shitty O 54. Shitty O 54. You heard it here first. Billy has a discotheque in his <laughs> bathroom. Don't say anything because I'm uh, laundering turds, so I don't want to get caught. <laughs> Come on. I watched the Studio 54 documentary on Netflix, and I cannot stop thinking about it. <laughs> they were hiding money in the ceiling of the office. Yeah. Just, they had so much, they had so many quarters. They were just putting it above on the tiles. Quarters. Quarters. That they had like, oh, we had like $250,000 in quarters in the ceiling. Yeah, one of the owners had 300 quaaludes in his safe. Jesus Christ. What's this is Studio 54? Yeah. And they got busted What's by the What's this documentary on? Netflix. Hell yeah, that sounds dope. It's awesome. Yeah, that sounds really cool. It's a cool story. Fuck yeah. If you would have guessed, one of the owners, AIDS. Really? Who would have thought? That is a, 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 a an, unexpe- an unexpected <laughs> twist in that tale. As soon as it started, I was like, I know one of these guys is still alive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One of them is still alive, and then odds are one of them died from what? AIDS. AIDS. Think Who about saw it, it coming? <laughs> the den of intravenous drugs and buttholes. Buttholes. <laughs> Just sex. Yeah. You know, it's the, it was the 80s. Late yeah, 70s, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to do that. Yeah. It wasn't free love, but no. uh, it was pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was plenty of love to go around. A lot of it. But I had a good week. Uh, yeah, just kind of went with the flow. Nothing nice. too high, nothing too low. That's great. Turned over some new material, had some fun mics. The hub was fun as shit this Monday. I was... It was a lot of fun. I wanted to come, but I was I was like, I'm performing the rest of the week. Yeah, no, you're fine. You had Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday lined up. So. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, and then FC game Sunday. What's on Saturday? Party bus. Oh, hell yeah, Stitch. that's right. Yeah, we got four more weeks. Fuck yeah, man. Come out to that. Can't if wait. If you want to. Uh, it's a sketch show. It's great. Ooh. So, um, my week was not that exciting. Yeah, well, I mean, here it, that neither was mine. No, that's fine. It's not that exciting. We're all kind of just building up the anticipation spring is about to be mm-hmm. sprung. Oh, Took the scooter out for the first time. The scoots got christened for the spring, oh, baby. Speaking of scooter, fucking Danny Samet. Yeah. Neighborhood play getting the new Nasty Boys bump. That helps because, you know, they say the Nayplay bump helps. Well, TNNB. You're welcome, Nayplay boys. Yeah. You can thank us later. Got Daniel very drunk. Hell yeah. 
and I didn't know how much of a klutz he was. And? Came out of my apartment door. No. Stumbled. What's parked right in front of the apartment door? My scooter. The sweet scoots. Went right into Alicia's car. Hell yes. Fender bender. Nothing's running. Nothing. No. Fist size dent. Fist size dent? Fist size dent right above the tire. And he, I come out. He was like, I need you to know. He opens the door and he just drunkenly goes, I need you to know. Then I still want to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, you're always going to be our friend. Yeah, get the. I was like, dude, we're going to be fine. I opened the door. He's like, I did that. And I was like, it's. we'll figure it out tomorrow. We'll figure it out. We're still going to figure it out. He says he thinks he can pop it himself. <laughs> that is a thing. He can do that. That's fine. And then get <coughs> paint to match the chip. I'm like, that's fine. Sure, man. Let's make a project out of it, Danny boy. Have fun. Come on over here. Get you a big-ass suction cup. Pop it on out. Get the color. As long as you are uh, just naked with a sock over your dick and balls the whole Mm, time. Red hot chili pepper that shit. I want you to ketis. I want you to channel your inner ketis. (laughs) And I want you to put a tube sock over your twig and berries. And I want you to come over here and fix what you've done, Danny Sammet. And I want to be here for it because I'm here for you. Oh, we're all here for you. (laughs) We're still very good friends. Group chat is very much alive. Hit up Neighborhood Play. You probably already do, but it's excellent. It's fantastic. Danny and Tyler are the shit. But that was the most exciting thing that happened. Oh, I went on one of those... uh, uh, American Legacy tours are downtown. Oh yeah! Holy shit, is that fun? Is it? Yeah. The start, you know, it's kind of cheesy. It's a lady like, "This is a theater where you know Buffalo Bill would come." I'm like, "Great." You know what I'm here for? Yeah. I was there for what was pretty cool. Under the, we got to go into the old like logger tunnels. That's sick. You know, they made all the beer and shit. Yeah, where like malt was cooled and like. It was fucking awesome. That's awesome. And then ended at Moorline. Very was... cool. And you just walked through the city. Was it a decent day of weather? It's beautiful. We almost got blown off the fucking map this Thursday. Today. Yeah, to di- this, Jesus this day. Christ, that was wicked. Everyone's tornado warnings <laughs> were going off on their phone. Yeah. yeah. My favorite is like it was a tornado warning. Sure. The horns were going. Sure. Yeah. But everyone's like, oh, Florence is going to get hit. You know, be careful. Go to your basement. It's like, no, it's not. We've li- how many times has a touch na- t- touch NATO? You know, a touch NATO torn down. Fucking Cincy. Yeah. Never. Everyone freaks out. It sets off some bullshit. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Uh uh-uh. uh So I was bored by it. Like the way that I saw it, I was sitting up in the office. The sirens started going off. Right. And my girlfriend and my roommate, both very highly strong emotional people, called yeah. me freaking out. They were both in the basement. <laughs> yeah. And my attitude towards it, and I'm just a naive person probably, but like. What am I going to do? Fucking die in a tornado? Yeah. The most exciting thing that's ever happened <laughs> in my life up to this point? Sure. Yeah. I'm not dying in a fucking tornado. No. What do you mean? That shit happens to other people. <laughs> I'm not dying in a tornado. I yeah. sat at my fucking desk the whole time, watched the cool thunderstorms and the clouds yeah. and the sirens. And yep. I'm naive, and one day I'll probably die in a natural disaster, but I'm not going out in a fucking storm. You're not going out in a storm? I'm not getting taken out, dude. I'll go and hug the fucking toilet. <laughs> it's not happening. No. I wasn't worried no, about it's it. not happening in Cincinnati, Ohio. You know a valley. Yeah. You know where tornadoes touch down in the valley. Thank you, next. Yeah. It's not happening. No. Now, if it rained as hard as it did for, like, two weeks... Worry. Then we're in issues because that valley just turns into a fucking... Yeah. Bathtub. And then I have beachfront property. 
Yes, there it is. Okay. So, so that's beautiful. That is a glass half full outlook on well, it. Well, city mostly full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way to look I at it. some ocean from property in OTR. <laughs> That's is that Sturgill Simpson's next big hit? I don't know, man. I can't remember. Oh, it's George Strait. Yeah. I got ocean from property in Arizona. From my front porch, you can see the sea. <laughs> Old George Strait, fucking oh. shout out. One of the greats. One of the greats. Fifty number ones. Woo, rest in peace. The man in the hat. Rest in peace, George Strait. I can't yeah. believe you died. This so soon. He's dead. So many people have died during this podcast. No one, uh, I, I was kind of blown away by the fact that George Strait's death got no press coverage. None. No one gave a fuck that George Strait yeah. did die. Yeah, very And he dead. is currently dead, and that is well, just such a bummer. He's not just dead. Garth Brooks murdered him. Yeah, Garth Brooks mur- murder-suicide. Yep, he tro- he choked him out with one of his amazing button-up shirts. Yeah. and Strangled him with the flame, the one with the flames on the arms. That's a fact. And then the chest is the American flag. Yes. That one? Pure Garth. Him. Yep. Well, what I heard was that he murdered George Strait as Chris Gaines. Whoa. And then turned back into Garth Brooks and that's when he offed himself. That's right. It was a pretty upsetting story. I can't believe it wow. didn't get picked up more. He fell, he didn't shoot himself. He fell on his own guitar. Yes. Yes, pretty crazy. he did. Which seems like a really overdone, painful way to kill yourself. But <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever, cool. Garth. But you know what? But, you know, you heard it here first. Rest in peace to two of the legends, George Strait okay. and Garth Brooks Jr. Yep. So, uh, that's wild. Yeah, and Toby Keith was watching the whole Toby time. Toby Keith jerking it. Yep, because he knew he was going to f- profit. He's into some weird shit. Yeah. And then Toby Keith drops the single, Where were you when George Strait and Garth Brooks <laughs> both died on the same day? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Toby, you are the songsmith of our generation. We don't deserve you. We don't at all. And he's going to open up memorial a memorial restaurant chain yeah. in honor of it. I miss George Strait and Garth Brooks Bar and Grill. Absolutely. And you can go there and guaranteed bad service. <laughs> bad service. Bad service. <laughs> guaranteed bad service, no ambiance, and uh, a lot of racism, if we're being frank. You know what? In honor of George Strait, what they do is no matter when you get there, it's a 50-minute wait. Yes. A minute for each number, number one Number one hit. single. That's a really beautiful thing. That's a touching moment. Well, I'm glad that we discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that we talked about this landmark event in our American history. I'm so glad we went down that rabbit hole. Oh, so, baby, I'm going to kill Toby Keith. <laughs> what? What? Um, I just went Manchurian and candidate. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> so that just came out of my body. I don't know what happened. Wow. I'm going to kill him. Oh, God. The Nashvilleian candidate. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it. Let's talk about baseball. Cool. Let's get into baseball. Let's <laughs> Let's talk about the big thing that happened today that isn't Reds related. Uh, the rule changes are coming in 2019 Um So the first big one is the inning breaks uh, will reduce from uh, two minutes and five seconds to two minutes in local games and from 225 to two minutes in national games. Uh, the Office of the Commissioner retains the right to reduce the inning breaks to 155 in local and national games for the 2020 season. Speed that yeah, shit Yeah, up. that's what needs to happen. The game needs to get quicker, obviously. And a part of that is the mound visits are reduced from six to five. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. We're, you know, if, if I think if you're a true baseball fan and you love it, they say that the age demographic is just getting older and it's not reaching younger audience. I don't know how much of those stats I believe. 
Right. Just because I'm so in, in, initiated and ingrained with loving the game that I can't believe it. But also, we, you know, I guess that we discussed it on a, one of the first podcasts, right? The uh, the Home Run Derby versus the NBA All-Star Weekend. Right. I mean, those ratings likely are. They skew older. Yeah. But still, I mean, the rating's there. The interest is there. The Home Run Derby is big. I mean, some of these rule changes, you can just tell that they're giving a fuck and trying Dude, to be proactive. Wait till we get to what yeah, they did at the All-Star Game. Yeah, the Home Run Derby, Jesus. No, and the All-Star Game Okay, itself. come on. This one's huge. Trade deadline is just January 31st. Okay. No waivers after, no maneuvering, none of that. Okay. It is just January 31st, do or die. Right on. So, I mean, that itself draws in more people to watch. Yeah, that's just a direct... Mm-hmm. That's just a direct effect from what happened this offseason, right? Yeah, a part of that. And the fact that it's like... It makes great television. Do you watch and wait for the NFL trade deadline or the NBA trade deadline? There's a few blockbusters in the NBA, but sure. it's not anything that you mark on the calendar yeah. and there's a countdown like on ESPN. No one's Network. swapping big quarterbacks at the NFL trade deadline. No. Nothing like razzle-dazzle wild. I mean, you know, right. what was it last year? Uh, Amari Cooper getting moved was a pretty big deal, but that wasn't like a deadline deal. No. That just popped out of fucking nowhere. Right. It's not like when two years ago... The Houston Astros got Verlander. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're, you remember where you were. Yeah, and it changes the landscape of everything. It yeah. changes the playoff pictures. It changes mm. the World Series favorite, all of it. And there's no finagling. Like, we won't have a Josh Donaldson situation again. Yeah. You know, where the Indians snuck in through the waivers. He eventually, they, they finagled away for him to get off the DL and, like, sit the bench so they could just move him. Yeah. And that's bullshit because it was collusion between the Blue Jays and the Indians when, you know, the Astros were knocking at the door and the Braves were like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. We want him too. We want Donaldson. But, so that's just, you know, so I think it's great. It's fantastic. And then uh, MLB and the Players Association are going to sit down and talk and figure out more things. Right on. Moving on, which in, which is what's going to be interesting about 2021. Uh to see where the union goes and everything apart right from that. All-Star Game. There's two rounds of voting. Okay. First round is just your normal, you vote. What we've been doing. And then there's an election day where it's the the top three of each position, you vote, and that person becomes the starter. Starts. So the public determines the starting lineup. Correct. That's fun as shit. Isn't that awesome? I love that. Rush to the polls. You got one day to vote yeah, for your guy. Yeah, dude, and it just injects interest and intrigue and, uh, you know, makes up, it values the fan. Yep. Even more so, which is what we're trying to do, baby. It's nice awesome. move. I like that. I do, too. Uh, <coughs> also, uh, prize money awarded to the players on the winning the All-Star team, uh, the winning All-Star team is increased. So there's more incentive to win besides just, you know, World Series home advantage. Yeah. Which, that's huge. I mean, money drives everything. Money drives everything, but the home um, field advantage doesn't really mean anything for the guy on the Orioles. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It, but if you win and you get 200 grand, you'll go out there and bust your fucking chops yeah. for the three outs that you play. You're diving for yeah, one. Yeah, no shit. You're going to hustle and turn that, turn that double into a triple. Yeah, absolutely. Here's something interesting. They go into the 10th inning. At the start of the 10th, there is a runner at second base. Whoa! To get over that fucking C-League tie bullshit. Correct. After the 10th, or in the 10th, 
In the tent. So extra innings at all. Mm-hmm. You start off, you put your fucking Billy Hamilton or your fastest player out on second base. Correct. Ain't that fucking fun. Dude, that's awesome. Fuck it, dude. Just fuck it. Change the yep. rules. Make it cool. Make it, make it quicker. Yeah. And make it just different from any other game because that's the All-Star game. It's an exhibition. Do whatever you want. I dig it deeply. That's fun as shit. Because we talked about last year like a skills competition. I think this is more interesting. Yeah. I yeah. think this is a quicker fix and much more... Tr- Put a player in running position. Instant drama. Right. Immediate. Wake up! <laughs> <laughs> uh, home run derby has changed. Okay. And the fact that the uh, the home run derby, uh, the the purse is $2.5 million, Winner gets a million bucks. That's bonkers. I forget who said it today on MLB Network, but think about this. Aaron Judge is making half a mil. Say he goes out and he wins the home run derby. That's a million bucks. It's double that's his salary. salary. Right. That's that's more incentive to have more mashers play in it. Judge will be in it next year, guaranteed. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, 2017 when he won it, he was like, oh, I'm done. It's when, like, when, Bryce, wow. when Bryce turns it down because he literally doesn't need a million dollars, people are going to hate him so much more. Right. Because it'll have the nuance of him turning his nose up to a, a million, million dollar check. Right, because he just made, you know, 30. Three. Three, right, that year. That season. Jesus Christ. Plus his signing bonus. It's bon- Well, he will do it, and then he's going to... Baseball always We're not going to talk about you again, you piece of shit, Bryce Harper. <laughs> well, we're going to get him when we get to the Phillies. Yeah, just wait until we get to fucking NL East, but we're not going <laughs> to talk to you again, you pretty-haired piece of shit. <laughs> uh, let's talk about 2020. Um, active rosters. This is interesting. From opening day to August 31st, the uh, rosters and postseason games will increase from 25 to 26. I dig it. That's great. One more player. The Cotter Joes of the world. Beautiful. You know, throw another utility guy, throw another arm. That's good. 26 is better. Now, the arms we'll get to in a second. Uh, So, which means that the 40-man roster is no longer a thing, but all clubs must carry 28. Okay. So, which means I think that gives the upper hand to the players because then there's no expansion of the 40-man, so you can't just be like, Senzel, come up for this month. Yeah. And then go back home when yeah. you're done. Yeah. No, and, like, you can't just get these guys you to play. You call him up, he stays up. Correct. That's good. I fucking like that. That's mm-hmm. player-friendly. Very fan-friendly. Fan yeah. That's good. Uh, and it doesn't fuck up fantasy baseball at the end of the year. Right. <laughs> That's right. Also super Very nice. good point. The other thing. Oh, um, number of pitchers a club may carry on the active roster will be capped at a number determined by a joint committee. Cheers, mate. Cool. Yeah. Because this is what makes it interesting. Uh, batter. Uh, here it is. This is why that's important. Pitcher must face three batters. Yes, you're not putting in or the left-handed they, specialist to come in and strike one right. guy out. Or if the inning ends after that person gets the it gets pulled and they put a pitcher in, if, he gets like one more out. He doesn't have to go back out that next inning. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So if a guy comes in with two outs to right. get the final out, that person doesn't have to come out and pitch two thirds of an inning to qualify. Correct. End of an inning, but if you start an inning as a pitcher, three batters. Right. Okay. I dig that. I love that. I dig that a lot. That's uh, that's gonna make managers work harder, right? Because then it's like, oh shit, and it's gonna make lineups more interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more interest. 
and, and it's, we, the and whole it, point of all the rules, I think, speed up the game. Exactly. You can't have three fucking pitching changes in an inning. Correct. You know, and have them warm up and everything, and yeah. stretch. You know, like an ALCS game, and make it like a Yankees Red Sox four hours, four yeah. and a half hours. Yeah, no, it's terrible. it is. You are trying to keep these games under three hours. If Move you it a, along. Get it to two and a half. If you can get a playoff game or a championship game to two and a half hours. Holy shit. Yeah. Your viewership's going to skyrocket even more than yeah, it already is. Exactly. Um, and then one rule that I found very interesting. Oh, they made the next year the DL will go from back from 10 days to 15. Okay. Fine. Um, two-way player, uh, which is fine. You have to accrue 20 at-bats and 20 innings pitched before you can be an actual two-way player, like go out and play the outfield and come in and pitch. Okay. Interesting. Cool, but I wonder the, what the thought process is on that. Here's the thought process. It's all to stop position players from pitching when they're down three or four runs. Okay. Because now you have to, if you are losing by seven or more runs, you can put in a position player to pitch. So instead of it going from... But not if you're winning by seven or more? Well, I mean, if you're winning by seven or more, you're going to put in a middle, you're going to put in your lower tier reliever to shut it down. Yeah. So that's fine, but you're not going to put in a position player because you, then you're just going to get rocked. And so what happens is you put in a position player to pitch, you're extending the time of that inning because he's just getting shellacked out there. Yeah, right. So which means a blow. So up. it all comes back to just tightening up the time. Exactly. Yeah. It is all speed of play, and it's all back on that. So I think all those rule changes, I don't see one issue. No, I'm on board. I'm I'm here for all of it. Yeah. I don't hate any of it. I mean, if we can, it, yeah, shorten up the games, make people be able to sit and watch an entire baseball game on TV. Yeah. Or, you know, you want to bring your kids out to the ballpark because they're not going to get all antsy after three a and a half hours. four-hour excursion. Right. Yeah, no doubt. You know, FC Cincinnati's capped. Those games, you know, it's an hour. It's 45-minute halves. Yeah. And it's over. And the regular season game is over after stoppage time. That's it. Yeah. You're there for at least, I mean, you have maybe 95 minutes of game. Yeah. Maybe it's a two-hour thing. You're in and out, you're done. I think it's great. I think all those are adjusting so that we can have, you know, I guess people with ADD who can't sit down and watch a ball game. Yeah. I think it's great. Who I don't cares? Have, I have no issues with anything that they did. I mean, it's interesting that they are doing all of these. <clears throat> they really must be making money hand over fist in the TV department for them to actively be like, we need to... Sh- have be on TV for less. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? They're like, we need to shorten these games. We need to shorten these games. Whereas in every other f- league of sports, right? They're just like, let's draw this sucker out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Let's make you know 30 minutes in between picks on the NFL draft. Yeah. Let's do the you know. Let's so, get these sponsors. Let's have an stuff. hour halftime show. No. Yeah. No. Let's in and out. We're making money. Wait. We're baseball, baby. We've been here for a while. Yeah. We are the pastime. Yeah. Half of our owners are reptiles. <laughs> yeah, or in matter. the Illuminati. Yeah, for sure. Reptilian Illuminatis, baby. Go Reds. Love them. Rest in peace, reptilian. Nope, they're not dead. They are very much oh, alive. Oh, they're alive and well, Bill. Yeah, no, they're... Nah, rest in peace, George and Garth. Rest in peace. Double G, never forget. God, Toby Keith. They're Could have done something. Yeah, they're in real low places, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, baby. Six feet under. Let's touch the Reds real quick. Um, that's a weird way to put it, but let's touch those touch them. Let's softly touch the Reds. Let's softly touch them. Mally had a great inning la- uh, outing last time. I will caress that man's cheek. I will too every time. Yeah, no. I. What if Mally comes out and wins 14 games? 
It's not going to happen. He's, yeah. I mean, there's no room. I mean, if Disco has a terrible start to the year, yeah, and they rotate or have it, he's going to be like the sixth man. So yeah. it's nice to have that weapon. He looked great. He's going to continue to look great. So, I haven't been able so, to watch much games because uh, my MLB uh, TV ran out, and T-Mobile's not giving it to me for free until March 26th. I'm going crazy. Oh, Bilbo. I'm back to reading box scores. Uh, Sonny looked great. Sonny looked great. I watched those clips. The curveball's back. The fastball's moving. back. Moving. He's pretty. Yeah, moving. He it, looked really nice. He And then he had a great outing today again. He didn't have as many strikeouts, but he had three innings pitched, one hit, and no runs. Thrilled. Great. Come on, Sonny. Ice that arm, baby. Yep. Do some yoga, drink some green juice, yep. and do Kemp, some meditate and get your mind right. Kemp, Dietrich, and Iglesias are mashing. Kemp just can't cool off. Nope. This is a great problem to have. He can't cool off. Yeah. What does he have for the spring? Four bombs? I think three. Let me pull it up. Yeah, he's seeing the ball. The ball looks like a damn watermelon coming into the box for him right now. Yeah. I mean, he's locked in. I mean, we'll see what happens August. You know what I mean? Older dude, August, late in the season. And oh, that's yeah. where you got Ju- Winker. June, July. Right. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he, yeah, I mean, if, if, if he's on our roster. If. Big if. If he's on our roster, what do you think he plays? 80 to 100 games or? 60. Yeah, less. Yeah. Man, maybe, maybe who knows? Maybe his head later in his career looks around, sees that he's in a fun clubhouse in a smaller city with a good club. If we start out hot, maybe he is into it. Maybe he's into that role. Yeah. You know, father time, come in, first pinch hitter off the bench. I'm sorry. Sonny Gray had no hits. No hits in three innings. One strikeout. Atta boy, Sonny the Bun, man. Sonny Buns. Sonny Bunny, baby. Oh, oh, oh. Sonny Bunny and the boys. Here we go. Let me see. Where is he? We got two uh, two pretty Suarez bobbleheads sitting right next to me that Billy just scored. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. He's even got the bleached beard in this one. Hell yeah, I do. I'm looking good, though. Sorry, I'm trying to find it. Give me two. I'm almost there, man. He's going to find I'm it here close. in a second. Ah, they got rid of the box scores. Wait, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. They got rid of the goddamn box stars. Jesus Christ. On, on the 11th, you know, two for three, two ribs. Jesus goddamn Christ. Guy... It's a great problem. Here we go. Spring training right now, 24 at-bats. He's batting 375, three homers, eight ribs. His OPS is 1.28298. What are we going to do, Matthew? Just, you know, I think he understands his role. I was talking to good friend, Jacob. Friend T. of Paulson. the pod. Friend of the pod, Jake Paulson. And him and I have the same belief, which is he knows what he is. He's going to be a left, left field platoon where Winker's playing more. Yeah. But it's good to have. Or if Puig needs an off day, put him in rain. Right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that our backup, our fourth outfielder, Matt fucking Campbell, and our fifth is Dietrich. Yeah, he can he can stand out there in the outfield. Go red legs, go baby. Cool, we covered that stuff. Uh, oh, Sal Romano is officially in the bullpen. I'm here for that. Fine. See you later, man. I'm glad you're on our roster. I hope that you can, you know, make it work. But yeah. we can't put you out there on in the first inning anymore. No. Right. His ERA was probably like 90 fucking 9 last year in the first two innings of the game. It was brutal. It was so rough. He'd go out there and then pitch five and two thirds. Right. Where second inning on, he's lights out. First inning. But he's still down 4 0. Exactly. Yeah. So he get, takes the L. Take the L. Um, so we're going to get, uh, we're going to, well, just let's do, uh, let's round third, head for home. 
and then uh, let's play the interview, and then let's call this thing. Let's do it. All right. Uh, what plugs do you have? What plugs do I have? Let me see. Uh, shows in March. I've got, just like last week, I am on March 20th, next Wednesday, I'm in Grand Rapids. Nice. Up at Dr. Grin's for their comedy competition. See how that goes. Fine. If you got some family in that area, holler at them and tell them to come support yeah. the one of the Nasty Boys. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see, The Hub every third Friday. That's tomorrow in this case. Yeah. If you're listening on Thurs- or on Friday morning here in the great city of Cincinnati and you want to do something fun and weird on your Friday night, come down to The Hub at 8 o'clock and watch me and Billy do comedy. Uh, It'll yeah. be awesome. Other than that, go bananas forever. Uh, <laughs> go bananas forever. Go bananas forever. Uh, lo- uh, yeah, go bananas. And then some of our local boys. Uh, yeah, as always, Rumble Lips with Randy Bartiklo, Puzzle Buddies yeah, it's with just... Andrew Rudick. I'm glad that those old guys got in the flow. Support the senior citizens of Cincinnati Comedy. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's really good. And they're just hilarious. So they're very That's funny. what I got. What they're about really you, funny Bilbo? for old guys. Yeah, no, they got that old wisecracker sense of humor. I like A lot it. of granddad jokes. Yeah, no, ARP, baby. Yep, yep. What uh, you got, Bilson? I'm with you at the Hub tomorrow, or today. I'll be fine. It's a great lineup. Um, and then Saturday, Party Bus at the Liberty Exhibition Hall is a comedy sketch review show. Hell yeah, dude. It's a good time. I'm got- excited to see that, man. I can't wait to see you. And obviously I'm excited about you. I want to see Alicia. She kills it. I bet she fucking murders. She has a monologue. I want to see Alicia, dude. She has a monologue. It's the closest you'll see to her doing, doing stand-up. stand-up. Okay. Fuck yeah, dude. That it's- gets me excited. I can't wait. She's great. I can't um, wait. I uh, play William Howard Taft in three sketches. Yay! And I also sing. Not a good move, but... <laughs> I can't fucking wait to I, see this, I dude. play Danny Zuko. I'm proud of you for doing it. Thanks, man. It's a comfort zone thing. Yeah, I figure I gotta try everything once. Yeah, no, I'm good on you, man. Thank you. It's awesome. Um, March... 29th, the day after opening day, nurse your hangover with us at Go Bananas. Yay! Where I'll be featuring for Brennan Ayer, who's recording his debut album. He's fantastic. Yeah, Listen to the Rad Do podcast with him and Anthony DeVito and Greg Stone. Hell yeah. <laughs> mwah, mwah, mwah. So funny. Um, but yeah, those are the big ones that are coming up. Um, and then, well, and then there's April 3rd. I'm closing out the pro am. Hell yeah, there it is. Those are all the Banana Boys. Those are Banana Boys and their Bananas and Pajamas. Um, some just big ones in particular to keep your eyes peeled. Uh, March 19th, next Tuesday, Kyle Kinane. Yep. Uh, April 25th through the 27th, that's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we've got motherfucking Doug Stanhope Jesus. at Go Bananas, which is it's his first full week at a comedy club since the last time he did Go Bananas. Oh, my God. It's a huge fucking deal. Yeah. And then uh, May 17th and 18th, we've got Never Not Funny, Jimmy Pardo. God. So some heat is coming your way in Cincinnati by way of Go Bananas Comedy Club. Be a part of it. And, uh, yeah, and we might be working out some pretty cool stuff with a live episode. What? Yes. I haven't even talked to Lee about it yet. We're going to do it. I'm on board. And uh, Tom is the sweetest man in the world and yeah. so fucking talented. I feel like a peasant in his presence. He's amazing. Yeah, he's really, really cool. This time we're going to talk about Cooperstown and everything he does for the Hall of Fame. We're back in his studio. If it sounds a little weird, I'm sorry. What do you want us to do, man? We're in a we're in an artist's space. What do you want us to do? There, there was dust all over the microphone. He was chipping away. It was wild. For real, though. 
It was awesome. Yeah, we walked in and he was just in a frenzy of plaster. It was awesome. Oh, yay. You can hear Lee playing with the broom. Yeah, oh yeah, can you? (laughs) Oh boy, that's good. So, Lee playing, he's helping clean up. Yes. Think about how he's helping. Not nervously fidgeting. At all. Helping cleaning up. That's right. Thank you for that, Billy. You're welcome. I'm just here to help. You know? You're you're not all nasty. I'm a little I'm a little sweet. You got a little sweet. Sweet sweet. <laughs> so uh here's part two with uh Tom Deshia. And as always, go red legs and uh we'll see you out March twenty eighth at opening day. Stay nasty, my friends. We're good. That okay. blue mic, baby. Yeah, it picks up everything. Okay. This, this little thing did awesome yeah. last week. Yeah, I know. It sounded really good. Oh, yes. And everyone, it got killer reviews. Oh, yeah. People yes. liked it. Yes. People liked it. So we're Is back. It, so I got we're it. back. Oh, you go ahead. Yeah, we're back with Tom in the studio. Part two, baby. Part two. Yeah, part two. We promise we'll be back. We come back, and uh, this time it was very cool. We walked in, and it was mid-cleanup. <laughs> yes. Plaster. It's powder all over the place, yes. and there's shards of everything. I just kicked a piece of an old cast and thought I broke it and had a heart attack. And no, we're <laughs> yeah. in the midst of work in here. That's right. right. This now. is right now. We're working on the plaster casts of the prototypes of the 1869 Red Stockings uh, players. Uh, these will eventually be displayed uh, at the Red Hall Fame Museum. In fact, Red Hall Fame Museum will be open on opening day. Yeah, oh, and these are going to be here. They're going to be in up like there. fifteen days, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, exactly. Two weeks right here. They look like they just uh, they got lots of work to go, but just in the in the basement, a week and a half, they'll be cleaned up, done, and uh, wow. you know, hanging. It's driven three miles to Great America. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, all yeah, that, exactly. yeah, all the miles. That's, it's great with yeah. what everything they're doing down there. Just it needed a complete remodel and revamp. I think it's exciting. It's just really cool. I've seen the plans, and then it's exciting to be a part of it. The, 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 the yes. Reds should yes. have the best Hall of Fame in the league. Agreed. The yes. Team Hall of Fame located and, at the stadium. We should yes. have it, and, and I think we do. And we do. Yeah. I, I would agree. In fact, it's yeah. neat because I've been to, and I'm sure you guys have been to, like. Uh, have you been to pretty much most of the ballparks around the nation by now? Like, Billy has been to more than I have. Yeah, I've, I've been, been to a handful. Okay, like twelve. Yeah, because I've been to about, I think of yeah, it's about for total might be like eighteen or something like that. Really? But a few ones, yeah, I've been to a bunch of them, and I'd say none of the their the other teams' hall of fames mm-hmm. come even close to the quality of the rest. Right on, that's good I mean, to not hear. even close. And yeah, I mean, it's too, we're in a whole different league, really, yeah. literally. Yeah, and yeah. you know, no pun intended about all this. And then like like Anaheim is in a ballpark that's really nice overall, mm-hmm. but their hall of fame is just it's just a corridor. It's just as part of like, and, and it's in the it's it's in the dark. It's uh, like there's no light. It's they've just, also got what yeah. 50, 60 years worth of players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we've, yeah. we're so it's different in the yeah, middle of the hundred fifty year. We need a hall of fame. <laughs> yeah, that's we've right. got yeah. we've been around. Twice as long as some of yeah. the teams. We have enough already. players yeah. from our history that could just they could that amount of people could populate Middletown. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Reinvigorate yeah. Middletown's economy. Yeah. Bring back these dudes yeah. from the 1870s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Rays. Uh, the Rays history could just maybe staff a Burger King. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Who do you even yeah. put in the Rays Hall of yeah. Fame? Like yeah. Rocco Baldelli. Yeah. Uh, Fred McGriff for a season. Yeah. Jose Canseco yeah. for a season. Jose Canseco for a season. Oh, those black Devil Rays jerseys. Just purple. <laughs> like an actual Devil Ray. God, those were brutal. Yeah. yeah. Purple and green and black. Yeah. Jose. Oh, boy. But yeah, so those will be hanging up. Then you've got... You've got 
your your thing coming that'll be out front and that you said that's may right that'll be may 4th may 4th. that's correct and that's saturday may 4th it's uh that was the first game that the 1869 red stockings played you know that year yeah you know, which led to that 57 and 0 undefeated season <laughs> that's yeah world champions unbelievable. Yeah, yeah world dom- yeah, unquestioned yeah they made the 1975 76 uh, you know, big red machine look, you know, just okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're all right. Yeah, they're they're, 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 they're they didn't go dominated every single day. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so wild. We walked yeah. in and uh, I pointed to one and I said, God, that guy has a killer beard. One of these uh, busts that yes. are going up in the Hall of Fame. And I pointed at one and said, that, I mean, it's, it's awesome. He's got like big handlebar, uh, yes. pork chop sideburns and this big giant handlebar mustache and I was commenting on his beard and then Tom goes oh yeah that was our pitcher yeah <laughs> that was the guy who pitched yeah. every game Asa Brainerd every, yes. Asa Brainerd he, owned a, he was a tobacconist dude yeah too he had like a little tobacco shop oh really yeah. wow yeah. okay cool yeah he's interesting these are interesting characters you know they had their they had all kinds of interesting jobs and all that and then but for but for that 1869 season they were full time you know baseball players yeah, you know, it's pretty wild. You know, I mean, it's, it's what. What else did they do? Like, what else? Uh, what were some other interesting? Yeah, some the, I think there's another guy actually under one of the tobacconists as well. Was another tobacconist as well, and then there were just all these guys doing uh, like oh, like just like some of the guys are like farmers and doing yeah, that. they're kind of a. Uh, I couldn't remember all the. I got. I actually knew at one point. I actually flaked out on what they were doing. But yeah, this whole all kinds of just regular jobs. You know, these you know people at the time, normal ass yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I should remember what they were. Yeah. but it's in a while. <laughs> and, then, and then there's MLB players now who say, "I won't even get out of bed to go to an yeah. event unless I get six figures." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Craig Kimbrell's probably going to sit out this season. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's not going to make. A hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, the correct absorbent amount of money. What does he? What does he want? Just wondering. Do you know? He wants a record, you know, two hundred million dollar deal for a closer. He, yeah, and a ten year deal. And that was what was the issue with the Red Sox. They weren't going to give it to him. Kimbrel wants gonna, ten years. Yes, isn't he ten years into his career? Exactly. So he just wants to wrap it up, just like Bryce has got his thirteen year deal. Yeah. But a closer, it's so fickle. Your your reliever, you never know what's going to happen the next year. If you're, a closer, if, if you're a closer making $25 million a year and you go out and blow a save, you just got paid fucking $500,000 to <laughs> blow a save. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not, uh, I, he's a disgrace to the last name Kimbrel. <laughs> I, I digress. I digress. Um, but yes, yeah, so you were working on these guys and also at the same time you are working on yes. something real awesome. We got Edgar Martinez. We have... Okay, we got Roy Halladay, Mike Messina, we have Lee Smith, Mm -hmm. Harold Baines, and the one dude that got in for the first time with 100% of the votes, Mariano Rivera. That's so cool. (laughs) He was the first person to be unanimous. Yeah. Yes. That... Yes. That makes sense. I'm glad yes. that those old fogey baseball writers, <laughs> yeah, Greg yeah. Maddox, didn't get in 100. percent No, no. You know, Johnny Bench didn't Johnny, get in. You know, some of these people. Jim Griffey like, Jr. didn't Jr. Get 100%. didn't get 100. Hank Aaron. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Babe Ruth. You know, I don't know. It's kind of yeah. you know, it's bizarre. But that, Mariano uh, was yeah. unanimous. That's cool. I yeah. didn't know that. I'm see what's, Yeah, it's interesting because like for a long time there were a lot of these old, like you're talking about these old fogey writers. Some of them didn't believe that. Anybody should get into the hall in their first. Yeah, yeah, it's just doesn't. It's retarded. Old it's bullshit <laughs> yeah, politics. It's like a, it's, yeah, exactly. It's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, no, it's, it's so stupid. And then the other times, what happens? Some of these dudes are like, okay, I know Griffey obviously is getting in, but I'm gonna 
I'm not even going to vote for him because we know he's going to get in. So I'm going to vote some other guy. Yeah. So yeah. Just so, right. And it's like, no, no, you have to be authentic. Say yeah. this guy, I don't know. It's just, it's just cheesy stuff. I, I think, think so they're, too. they quit doing that. They, they're starting to be more authentic now. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, authentic is the word. Yeah. Call yeah. it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. King Griffey Jr., you yeah. get a vote. Yeah. Vote yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you're not That's voting right. yes, why are we voting? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like if it's yes. that arbitrary, yes. then mm-hmm. what even is the Hall of Fame? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I mean, Harold Baines, that's an interesting, there's so many, there's so many good interesting stories this year with all these guys. I mean, Edgar Martinez is the first true DH. DH. Yes. He's on the Just hall. a hitter. Yes. It's a big deal. That's awesome. That's right. It's a big deal. Uh, and then, you know, we're sitting here and I'm talking and I'm just bitching about the baseball <laughs> writers and all this stuff. I'm trying to think, who's like the biggest slight of all time is there someone out there who just got completely shafted and should be in the hall of fame and isn't i can't think of someone right off the rip of my head besides these steroid guys like who should have gotten in and didn't get in i think mostly it get it, it kind of ends up working out right yeah i think over time right i can't think of anybody who didn't get popped for peds who everyone was like this guy's a hall of famer who didn't yeah. get in you know, I don't know. I'm sure if I look at a list, there'll be plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, but I just yeah, can't yeah. think of any off the top of my head. Me yeah. either. But uh, so, how closely do you work with everybody? Like when you're when you're doing the clays, when you're getting it together. Like, have you been talking to Edgar? Have you actually the, the neat thing about the Hall of Fame process of creating these uh, plaques? The players and the other inductees, you know, it could be the executives or whatever. Do not see their plaques until the until the day that they are presented on stage and induction. That's program. when the yeah. first, first time they see it. it. That's the first time. Oh man, yeah. that's they have cool. no idea. The emotion. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. No wonder no people cry sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's they when no, they see it for yeah. the first time. That's right. The only thing they know is like, for example, like you know, both Halliday and Messina have decided not to say you know to have a particular logo on their cap, you know, mm-hmm. and to be represented as a particular team. That's all. And they, it's not, I would assume that's something they talk with the hall and yeah. they just discuss and they say, okay, that's and good. And, you know, that information gets to you and you yeah, do your job. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was talking about earlier about, about like Halliday and, you know, Messina, you know, you know, so yeah, it's kind of blank caps, you know, those kind yeah. of things, you know. Yeah. And then, and with Griffey, I remember Griffey had the choice of cap backwards or forwards and then Griffey wanted it forwards, you know, because he wanted the big, the logo, the S logo, yeah. you know, yeah. shown, you know, because he, he was the first, I guess he was the first Mariner to go into the hall. It was a really? significant deal. That makes sense. Is that correct? Yeah, as, as a, yeah, as a player, yeah, player represent as a Mariner, I believe he was the first. I can't wow. think I, who I, I else think I would be. Right about that, I think. Yeah, I think you are I think too. So. I can't think of anybody. God, yeah. man, good for so him special. for showing love. I yeah. wish more than anything yes. he had put his hat on backwards for his <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. would have been the kid. Oh, that would yeah. have been. Cool. That's what I would have done if yeah I had my way to. Yeah, I should have backwards, and then maybe the S on the collar, like he would have put it something. Yeah, yeah, just put the S, but then you know. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's what I want. Like on that <laughs> yeah. smock turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, little, the little S on, you know. Do yeah. you do you but, ever allow yourself to yeah. like have a moment mm-hmm. uh, where you really kind of like freak out and appreciate just how freaking cool <laughs> what you get to do is like uh, yeah, just yeah. the baseball hall of fame. 
Yeah, it's just like it's you got your hands all yeah. over it, literally. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy. I have to admit, like I'm just leaving, like living right now, like something beyond, like very the, surreal. It's surreal, very yeah. surreal, and, and it's just it's kind of like whoa, I can't. It is weird. It's like yeah. Uh, me? Yeah, like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. Like, I, know. I, I say that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah I know. It's just like, and I say, yeah, yeah. Sometimes like, you, you get... You're some, the one doing it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. This guy? Thanks, yeah. It's next like, door to fucking Cincy yeah, shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking thanks about? The, thanks for all the confidence you have in me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's yeah. just so... You got this little Asian dude. It's not... He's got all his plaster shit all over the... It's just so cool how human it is. Yeah, it's so well, I know it is, and I think yeah, it's just it's just I yeah. love it, and it's just it's just it's just it's just wild. But yeah, because you know, as we talked before, I've always been a big baseball fan growing up. Yeah, and it's just so weird. Like I would never imagine it in a million years no. that you know, like this is like you know, we knew. I mean, we all knew somebody was making these plaques. It had someone had that job doing all these years and all that, and it's like. Like it just whoa. Do you, you, know, do you yeah. know anything about uh, prior to you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so Was it done yeah. up in Cooperstown? Yeah. Or? The way yeah. What's the way that all the plaques are made and how it's done? Since I know since 1983, Matthews International in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. They're they're the foundry that produces the plaques for the hall. Okay. And, they're, and since they're the main they're the main people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. What they, they're responsible for, you know, doing like getting all the patterns and everything together, you know, and then you know making the casts, finishing them, yeah. and then transporting Cooperstown. They all and what they've done traditionally is then hired a sculptor to you know to do the plaques, to do the portrait, the likeness. The face. Yes, yeah. and then and that's and Matthews don't have their own sculpt in-house sculptors. They always have these other like kind of like subcontractors. Yeah. I'd say. So that's how it's always worked. Yeah. You know, and then. What actually, it's kind of, yeah, what's neat, yeah, since 1983, they've been doing it, and then since from 1995 to 2015, the sculptor named Mindy Ellis was responsible for the plaques for the hall. Mm-hmm. And okay. then so for like 20 years, she's, I think she did it like well over like 75 or something, oh, you know, a ton of them, you know. Wow. And, uh, and then I mean, it was great, I got to meet her, and you know, and then she, see, she retired in 2015, and that's when I took over. So I was, <laughs> I was simply in line, which is awesome. And, uh, wow. But yeah, she did like Goose Gossage and like, and, you know, that's, I think that's sort of one of her favorite ones. That whole been, era. Yeah, yeah I'd say yeah, Goose. Yeah. Goose has yeah. got a pretty it's, cool it's a good. It's a really, and it's, yeah, it's a cool looking guy. Plus, she did a wonderful job on that. And then there's like, I guess there's uh, Pedro Martinez. And uh, it's like, uh, I mean, hope, yeah, that was kind of a cool one as well. And that whole crew. X, yeah, she X did. is pretty cool. Yeah. Isn't Eckersley? Oh, Eckersley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eckersley, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he looks like a damn farmer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that yeah. hair flowing He's got that crazy yeah. hair and that, yeah, God, that kind of deal. that mustache. He was on the 90 team that we beat in the World Series. Yes, he That's was. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that team was nasty. That does yeah. We brought up Canseco yeah. already. We talked yeah. about steroids in the hall and didn't even bring up Matt, uh, Mark McGuire. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, um, yeah. But, uh, Dave Stewart. Oh, man. It's all kind of crazy. I guess, like, yeah, the... In uh, about 2012, see, this is actually kind of, yeah, this is a crazy story because uh, actually the way that I got the job was mm-hmm. kind of, it was so random. Yeah. Yeah, because I actually got a phone call from a gentleman named Josh Rooney. Yeah. Okay. So this is back in 2012, summer 2012, July. And this, you know, he introduced himself as essentially the, the head of the sales for Matthews International. Mm-hmm. He... Happened to be, uh, he found me in the Cincinnati Inquirer. He uh, he was here in town. He was from Pittsburgh. He yeah. happened to be in, in Cincinnati. Open, and in this hotel, you opened the Cincinnati Inquirer and he saw me 
uh, with Joe Morgan, that photograph here in the studio, oh, yeah, wow. in there. And then he, he thought, oh, this is kind of interesting. And then so he actually called me and said, hey, um, Matthews does all kinds of bronze casting. And maybe we can assist you or help out or even do the yeah. bronze casting of the Joe Morgan sculpture. That was what the article was about. And then I, at that time, I told him, you know, I've got uh, a Sinceris foundry in Indianapolis already doing that. Sure. So I can't, mm -hmm. you know, but... And I know that Matthews does all kinds of reliefs, so sculpting and casting. Do that they, they, too. <laughs> yeah, they do, yeah, they're especially sand casting, you know. And I thought, oh, this is really cool. Mm -hmm. So I said, we should definitely talk and all that. And then, and then the re and Josh said the reason he actually was here in Cincinnati is because he, he has a, he does a side job where he helps uh, with uh, Kenny Chesney, right with, uh, you know, uh, with the venues and all that. So he oh, was helping wow. out with Paul Brown, you know, with him uh, performing Paul Brown Stadium with uh, Tim McGraw. They do a yeah. Golden Sun tour. Yeah. And so that's why he's here. And then Josh yeah, actually invited me to the uh, concert and went up backstage and all this kind of what? stuff. It was pretty cool. It was awesome. Tom, yeah. That's awesome. He lives awesome. a dope life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was sort of awesome. Was it? And, then, then, and then Josh and I, uh, we, we we actually became like a pretty much like a like pretty good friends and mm -hmm. like um, essentially like essentially like a, we had a good essentially like a working relationship. We went and I just got I brought business to Matthews and the Matthews got uh, sculpture and work for me. Right. And so it was oh, number cool. years. We just went back and forth a good symbiotic relationship. Yeah. And uh, it was we always joked that uh, it was Kenny Chesney that made it all happen. The reason why I'm doing Scott in the Hall is because of Kenny Chesney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. The world yeah. is weird. Kenny yeah. Chesney in the print media. Yeah. 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 Kenny Chesney in the print media. And of course, uh, my dad's favorite player, player uh, Joe, Joe Morgan. Morgan. What wouldn't cool. have happened? I know. All because of all those things. And then just, and it seems so old fashioned, like, right? Because, you know, this is like 2012 and, yeah. and Josh found in the paper, in the newspaper, you know, it's wow. opened up a little f actual physical print paper, you know. <laughs> So it's kind of wild. <laughs> and then, then they were, yeah. then, then, wow, then you took it over. That's so cool. Yeah, so it's it just, yeah, it's just uh, neat. It's just, uh, and yeah, and, but it really a lot of it also, I think, is because the quality of the Reds Hall of Fame yeah. also helped out too, because, you know, I've been doing all the work for the Reds for, you know, since really 2002. Right, you know, so that's on your resume. You're like, yeah. I already do this for a yes, Hall of Fame. That's <laughs> and yeah. Jeff Idelson, you know, of course, he was, you know, he was, he's been in tennis to like, uh, for like, say, you know, uh, oh, this is uh, Joe's uh, sculpture dedication, mm -hmm. and you know, and then, uh, and so he actually talked to me after uh, one of the, and after that dedication, you know, yeah. hanging out one of the events, and he just invited me to go over to Cooperstown to, uh, as, as a consultant to look at some of the various artistic yeah. events. So mm -hmm. that combined, but like all that wouldn't happen with the Reds, and wow. again, because the Reds just have the best. Yeah, it gave you street cred. No, yeah, it's exactly. the best. The, yeah, yeah, and this whole, and that's just you know, so yeah. Well, just out of curiosity and uh, with, you know, risking maybe sounding rude, I'm not asking to, about money, but uh, <laughs> the plaque gets put up on the wall at Cooperstown. Yes. That final product, mm -hmm. what's that run? Yeah, like, I, like, do you have any ideas at three thousand dollars? Yeah, to be honest, I have no idea. Yeah, like the whole process, I just don't. Yeah, know it's all because, like, I just, yeah, I'm only just part of the process. Yeah, like, no, just my part. But then again, in terms of like the actual value, I mean, I guess it's, I mean, it's pretty much like priceless because, right? See, once the bronze is made, that plaque is made. All like the original, my clay is destroyed. Yeah, you know, the patterns are all everything. Yeah. The letter, everything is destroyed. Yeah, the, so. It is like one of a kind. I mean, there's so wow. there's you can't put a price on it. Yeah, you can't. I mean, if you were to, yeah. if you, you could yeah. do the math and do like the hard, uh, you know, hourly rate, what <laughs> labor, the actual cost of the 
metal, but you can't put a price no, Yeah, on you can't. You can't. No, it's yeah. truly priceless. E- exactly. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's kind of beautiful. This, isn't that yes. like a Buddhist uh, idea? Like the idea of like a sand garden or a sand sculpture. You build something beautiful only for it to be destroyed. Oh, oh destroyed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You, you, all these painstaking hours and you build it and it's like <laughs> the chrysalis and then they put it in the mold and then it's destroyed forever. Yeah. But it, what is born is this... Hall of Fame plaque that will be here, you know, yes, forever. literally forever. Forever, yeah, yeah like yeah, it will yeah, never, yeah. it will never go anyway. Humans could go off the face of the industrial planet. civilization can collapse and it still be around. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's yeah. still Cooperstown. Yeah, yeah. Cooperstown. You know, the remnants, and all that. I mean, the buildings will eventually collapse and all that. But the bronze, it will survive. For if we do survive time. in an, apo- an apocalypse, mm-hmm. and we are like walking around, the three of us, the nasty boys, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Walking Dead style, yeah, yeah. we're making our asses up the East Coast, and we're yeah. going to Cooperstown. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to yeah. 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 Oh, The best yeah. way to see the hall is where it's overgrown with vines. Yeah. 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 No lines. No lines. No lines. <laughs> We'd have to pay? Yeah. 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 Oh, no, 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 it's here. It's so great. Yeah, you just have to just kick that door down. You know, they all kind of like, we just like, So they don't see it before. Who, like, what was what was the craziest reaction, like, that you got to experience? Of yeah. Kinda... Yeah, the cool thing is, yeah, like, uh, yeah, Trevor Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, loved his plaque so much that, yeah, he gave me this big hug. Oh, yeah. he wrapped yeah. you up. Yeah, yeah. He's an intense dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, and he was just having a blast. First of all, mm-hmm. I mean, during all of yeah. all that weekend. I mean, first of all, all those guys are top nine. I mean, which is pretty much obvious. Yeah, you know? it's, the, I mean, it's like the it's pinnacle like, like, of your career. Exactly. And you know, but Trevor, I remember he was just like running around. He was like just like just like a little kid. You yeah. Know? He was just like oh, he was just having a good time. And then yeah, and then you know, um, what's cool is. The day after, so they have the induction ceremony on Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon, and then on Sunday evening, the plaques are uh, hung uh, onto the walls, and they have a little ceremony for that, and that's where the players aren't there for that, because they got all these other parties and all this yeah. stuff that are going on, and but on Monday morning, the players and their families get a private view in the plaques, uh, and that's a very special that's moment, intimate. And, and what's cool is, yeah, all this, you know, it, it's just really neat, and I remember... Yeah, what, what's been great is all the guys so far have done. So it could be 13 up to this point, I think. Yeah, 13. Yeah, every, long, every one of them loved their plaques. Oh, so wow. I was like, yeah, this is good. You know, none of them were like, what the? My nose doesn't look like that. Yeah. 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 String them up! Yeah. 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 That's awesome. And then, and then one of the cool, yeah, one of the really nice, uh, one of, yeah, Alan Trammell is total class act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this guy. He's just so, I remember he... First of all, he's really into the whole history of baseball yeah. too, as well. And then, and I just remember he was just like in awe of the whole area, you know, just the hall itself and the history of it. And just, mm-hmm. and he was like, wow, like I'm here, I'm part of all this, you know. And he was just, you can just see he was just in this world, this, you know, like yeah. a, just, uh, just heavenly world. Like you can feel he was just like, he was like, aha, oh, I'm here, you know. Another and then, added nuance yeah, is it's like five years, years right? Yeah. After you're done? Yes. Five years, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Five years, and then you get uh, ten years or ten, yeah, no, ten. Now, well, it's a little, yeah, ten, yeah, ten Times years on the get, ballot. Yeah, if you get the uh, certain number of percent of the votes, like yeah. for the first year, if you only get five, I think if you get less than five percent or something like that, you don't get on the second yeah. year and all that. So you have to get a certain number of percentage. And I think with Alan Trammell, fortunately, he was overlooked, and luckily, he's one of those guys that definitely deserved to been elected. Yeah. But he was overlooked, and luckily the Eras Committee got him in. You know, mm-hmm. right on. and it's one of those. You know, that's case definitely where justice was, justice was done. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then so, but um, 
yeah, anyway, that's how that works there. And then, but I just remember one, one of the cool things is that every one of these guys, all these players, it's interesting, every one of them go to the Babe Ruth plaque. I would like, imagine. Yeah, they're there. yeah, they always want the pictures. Because <laughs> they're like, I'm in the same like, club as Babe Ruth. And for, just for like a short moment, they just become just like us, like the fans, you know, like, oh my God, it's, you know, fully geek like, out. Yeah, I want that, yeah, I want that picture with the, you know, Babe's wow. clock. You know, it just, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. You can just see then, you know, you can just see that that wonder you know it's just it's so special i always like i always like watching the players at their hall of fame induction just because you know we were saying after your last game it's five years these people who are getting inducted into the hall of fame they're like assimilated into normal life as normal as you can be being a famous ex-baseball player right and they they look a little bit older Maybe they have less hair, or it's gray, or they got some wrinkles, and they're just up there, and it, it's just a cool thing to witness. <laughs> oh, like, awesome. they, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's like the ultimate. I said it's the pinnacle of your career. It's not really. It's like the pinnacle after. Sure. The it's, pinnacle of your career. It's like the cherry on top. Yeah, it is. It is the cherry on top, and then you know, and yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. For instance, you know, one of the things that that truly blew my mind was just like that. It's just like uh, he was so emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, and then see like the. The night before, he gave uh, like a little talk at like we the Reds had like a special party for him. Yeah. On that Saturday night before the induction, and he gave this really phenomenal speech. He was just just relaxed, having a good time, and everything. But man, on Sunday, he was so nervous and he was so emotional, over emotional. And I felt his speech wasn't you know he wasn't able to deliver it well because he was so he was overcome. Yeah, he, yeah, he was just overcome, and I felt so bad for him, you know. But, but it was just that power that yeah, it was just, this is the cherry on top. This is almost like he feels like okay. This is the pinnacle of all of this, you know, yeah. all of his life, and here he's had, and it's, and it, and it also surprised me because I thought Ken Griffey Jr. is like, you know, even when he's twenty, he's like, oh, I'm going to be hot, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, no, you shit. know, I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm here now, and it's all good, you know, but it, it's even he's for twenty two, like, and he's like, even yeah. if I miss seven seasons, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll still I'm, make I'm the Hall of Fame, and unfortunately, yeah. that's what happened. It, yeah, it is, yeah. So that that was wild. I never, you know, it's like that. That was interesting to see someone even like him who yeah. is just, you know, is so overcome. All those guys just emotional, you know, pretty much. I mean, as you can imagine, I mean, yeah. they're just like, uh, and, um, but they usually give some really good speeches and, you know, and, uh, mm. you know, but they get through the tears and, you know, they, yeah. and they're kind of choking yeah. and all that. And <laughs> wow. It's particularly yeah. funny because baseball players in particular, even across all sports, typically aren't known for their sensitivity emotional side you know they're just kind of they show up and they either hit or throw mm-hmm. you yep. know? Yeah. Like, and so that, that's cool then just I go to the clubhouse them. get my stuff and I go home yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. it that's right they're Which, total tough guys you know that kind of thing and then but Cooperstown totally different you know yeah you, just see this, you see this other side that comes out of you know yeah it's hard to keep it cool yeah I would yeah. imagine so. you yes. can't be stoic yes. like, yeah like you used the word overcome yeah, that's gotta be. It's it. just yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? Also, it's just you can imagine, like you know, um, like on stage, they're there, and they got this huge crowd, like fifty thousand people out there, you know, in that field, and mm-hmm. you know, they all and and you know, all these fans are so awesome because they they travel from you know right and wide, you know, and then you know, Seattle, they're, they're, yes, <laughs> yeah, coast to coast, yeah, coast to coast, and. And, you know, they're there with the banners and, you know, they're there with all the signs and they're like, yeah, Griffey, like, go Griffey. And everyone's like, oh, you know, cheering again. You know, 
that you know that that's just special yeah. Yeah. beyond special you know and then of course he had his family up on front and he had like you know the old Seattle Mariners and the Reds executives and they're you know they're folks all kind of uh, there it's all these people the, you know his coaches from like Moeller you know, <laughs> you know Moeller High School yeah that makes yeah. sense that I they mean, would have been those there people like they're all these people you know all, it's so special you know and then mm. it's just yeah like yeah it's just it's it's cool. <laughs> is, it, is the feeling like when you're yeah. there consistent, or is it like do you think that each player class brings a different vibe to Cooperstown? It, it seems like it's been, from my experience, it's pretty much the same. It's just in terms of it's just the same in terms, but in a good way, not like it's boring or bland, obviously. But it's just that there's always energy because yeah, it's just I just feel and I just feel it, it, you just it's just people, all these fans, like you know the Braves and you know. Uh, you know, wherever you know, Cleveland, you got they they're all people. Are the pe- people are the same. I think you know, yeah. they have the same. You know that that that, that kind of like uh, that enthusiasm. Yeah. You know, it's just and then and the players themselves. I mean, they're like, wow, you know, I'm here. That's one of those rare <laughs> yeah. things in sports it, cool. where then when they all come together and they're just mm. fans of the sport. Yes. Every title's taken away. Every you know, ah, well, logos are my head. You suck, man. It's like yeah. we love this game. And we love these five play, five six players that are going in. That's right. And let's honor. That's it's just awesome. yeah. And everyone's like having a good time. You know, like yeah, this you know, yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. So it's just no one. Yeah, exactly. It's just everyone's like, hey, we're just here to celebrate yeah. these awesome players and yeah. achievements, and we don't really care if they were you know playing for this team or that team. You know, that kind of thing. It's like here, we just here. How um, how big is the hall? Like it's. It's hard to say out of how many square footage and all that kind of deal, but I mean, it's a. I'd say it's a. It's in terms of museum size. It's a. It's a fairly like decent size. Pretty, you know, yeah. You know, medium size museum. I'd say mm-hmm. probably what bigger than medium. Yeah, like, and obviously it's, it's like huge. Decent. The grounds itself, you need to put yeah. fifty thousand people mm-hmm. in a field. Well, see, like, yeah, the the actual like where the actual ceremony takes place is up. It's actually like there's a football field about like a like a mile or, okay, or a cool. couple of miles or like a you know. From the actual yeah. hall itself, the hall huh. itself is just yeah, it's yeah, you you can't fit all those people yeah, there. Sure. Yeah, honestly, yeah, but yeah, actually, it's just and they used to, they used to. That was traditionally they used mm-hmm. to have right on front of the building, and you know the people you know hang out. Wow. But it just since well, all these years, it's getting more and more. People. Everything's just, big now. Yeah, everything's big. Everything's yeah. big now. So they had to move it over to the field, you know. But like yeah. when Johnny Bench went in, they still had it on front. Like it was back what eighty nine or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they had it right on front, you know, the hall. But uh, in, you know, pretty much as far as I've been going up there and all that, it's always been yeah, <laughs> the big right. time field. <laughs> Man, that's I mean that, yeah. that's got to be as a paint as a fan. That's got to be I mean a cool experience, but at the same time a nightmare to go into the actual hall. There's what? There's fifty thousand people there. Uh, yeah, yeah. During yeah during yeah. induction weekend, it is. Like I like if you want to see the museum itself, don't go. Don't do it. Don't do it. But the gal, the plaque gallery is big enough. That's like the one, like like you can say exhibit area. You can say that's, that's big enough. That's what I was asking. You can, all you the can, plaques. Do you, you walk can, down you can, and see them all? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. And then even on induction weekend, you can actually get a chance to like see the plaques. Yeah. Oh, but cool. the rest of the rest of the museum with the artifacts and all that, that's pretty much game over. I mean, <laughs> You know, I mean, you're basically funneling like cattle, and you're just like, like just yeah. like, like walking out penguins and this, and you just, you just, it's just Gussie. not worth it. Yeah, the best time to go to uh, Cooperstown, I'd say, it would be in the fall. You know, like yeah. you know, like September, yeah. October, perfect time because Cooperstown, that area is just absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous. Mm. stunning area. You know, and 
all the uh, foliage and yeah, everything. Yeah, it's just, it's just uh, one of the prettiest areas you know, in New York, you know, definitely without a doubt. Mm. And, and then, and then you know, the museum, you can, yeah, you can actually like stretch your arms out and, you know, <laughs> and you can actually see stuff. And, you know, and, uh, Stop and look at something and be there for a while. Right, yeah, and they have like, this great you know, collection of, you know, as you can imagine, mm. of all these artifacts. You know, yeah. Really wild stuff. Some of it's really interesting stuff. They've got like, some artifacts when the uh, Major League Baseball uh, players visited Japan in the 1930s. And oh. so they have these artifacts Ooh. of like the Japan trip, you know. And, you know yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And they even have like this like cartoon, kind of like a series of like, yeah, there's, there's some Japanese uh, like illustrator that made some cartoon like caricatures of like Babe Ruth and like and those other uh, players that visited. And it was just kind of interesting to see that. You yeah. Know? And then yeah. you see all this like, you know, and this is crazy because that was just before the war, you know, mm-hmm. and they were, you know, they, you know, we're going to go to war, you know, Japan, you know, yeah. bomb Pearl Harbor. But at that time, you know, things were still kind of fine with America. But it's kind of weird to see that, you know. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, you, and look at these artifacts and it's like, wow, you know, this is... I would dig bizarre. that. I would love yeah. going through and see, you know, see what the Hall <laughs> Committee deemed Hall worthy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And like the fact that they put that kind of stuff in there oh, yeah. leads me to believe. I mean, you yeah. got Scooter Jeanette's. Yeah. Four home run jersey up yeah, yeah, there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you know, they do. I, I love yes. the idea. I got two of those tickets at home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was there. Because you were there. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah, I was at some open mic or some shit, and you texted me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, turn you, on the TV. You texted me yeah. and said, dude, turn on the TV. Scooter hit three home runs. <laughs> yeah. And then we, I remember because we, where were we? I was at the fucking like three or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And I saw his fourth home run and I texted my dad and was like, holy shit, is this real? It was awesome. That's yeah. a crazy build. Yeah, that's just like... You know what position he was playing? Left field. Bang. Oh, wow. Yeah. How crazy to think? He's a versatile little yeah, 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 yeah. He is a versatile. Yes. How, how interesting, like, you brought up uh, Japan and, the, and that what's going on uh, with those illustrations. Like, it's interesting to watch what's going to happen this season where Seattle's going to go play in Japan. Ichiro came back. Yeah, <laughs> to just play in Japan with the Mariners for th- three three games. Oh, three games, yeah, and then retire yeah. again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting for me. Just as a is that how it's gonna go down? Yeah, he's he's on their opening day roster. He's yeah, he's yeah, been he's been training all yeah. year. Oh yeah, he's forty four. So he's about forty four, I believe. So yeah, he's wrong that's there. So wild. Yeah, yeah. Just slapping. Ichiro, man, when he first came <laughs> to the states, do you remember that? It was awesome. That was phenomenal. Yeah, he yeah. was huge. That was like before Twitter. That was before the 24-hour news cycle. And that, it was still a gigantic. Was that 02 or 03? It was, I think it was 2003 because I was 12 at the time. And I remember I was so sad because I was right-handed. And I was so sad. I mean, I had it all down. Obviously, I couldn't start running yeah, 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 when yeah. I hit because yeah. I was a righty and I would just yeah, yeah, get hit right in my balls. So. <laughs> Yeah, I loved Ichiro. He is 45. 45 years old. Yeah, which is not old, but as a professional athlete, he might as well be 87. Exactly. He He talked about playing towards 50. You know, that's what he was talking about. He could have. He probably at this point just doesn't want to. Like, well, I mean, I don't think he should. You know. Spend some time with your see, kids. See, the thing is, I want to make his plaque, so you know, I make sure I want to do it sooner or later. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. go ahead and retire. He's like, dude, you know, freaking retire. So, <laughs> you're listening to me right now, freaking, you know, hang up your. <laughs> hang him up. Hang him up. So he, Ichiro came stateside in 01. Ah, okay, yeah. That makes sense. I played in the 2003 Cal Ripken World Series, yeah. and the Japanese team was nasty. They were so good, but. 
it was just their lineup was just one through nine Ichiro's <laughs> with some big giant dude in the three hole who was just like bigger than everyone on the team combined who just dropped bombs, but everyone else just slap and run. It was yeah, they were so good. You see, they trained so much to be precise in Japan. You know, mm-hmm. all this. You know, just the way it's so amazing how. You sure can just hit like right down this the, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. line and I just just inside. You just know, a just little perfect. Slash. You know. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a case where yeah, the cultural that uh, cultural uh, imp, you know, emphasis. Like, say, yeah, emphasis, you know, just shapes these players, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And then of course with the pitching, you know, just you know it's the game, but, yeah. And uh, like Darvish, you know, like you know, yeah, you know, unfortunately for him, you know, he had that uh, he would move his glove in a way when he was going to hit a yeah. pitch, uh, like a fastball or whatever, and then you know, he had a couple deals. Dastry's new, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. then and then with Darvish, you see, because they're so perfect, that was also his downfall because he'll always throw that perfect pitch. Yeah, and then and then Astros in that World Series. Knew, you know, if he's going to throw that fastball, that fastball is going to go right here. It's going to go where it's supposed to go, and he's not going to screw up the ball. It's not going to go somewhere mm-hmm. funky, or, you know, he's not going to wild pitch and yeah. something crazy. Yeah. So those guys are ready, you know, they're, you know, so that perfection in that case, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Perfect, Perfect imperfection. Yeah, 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 you know. Ah. But. <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't have a bounce back year. Yeah, my goodness, <laughs> yeah. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would not be yeah. fun. No, then, <laughs> then you put the Cubs from uh, the Pocono rankings from the bottom of the division, you know. Yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah that's right. Exactly. <laughs> a little higher than that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, Billy, when are we going to make a trip up to Cooperstown? I don't know, man. We'll do it. We'll play to run. Yeah. We'll play to run. We'll go do some shows on the way up to the hall. Yeah, boys, boys of the hall. Yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. Boys of the hall. Yeah. Like no. I said, I go up pretty much uh, every induction weekend if I can make it. And like yeah. I said, you know, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, 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 that would be very rad. Yeah. But yeah, when you guys want to just go and tour, yeah, definitely go. You know, you can, yeah. You know, kind of work up some of your little you know, shows and things like that. Oh know, yeah. Well, we'll just you bring know. the bring the dang mics and walk That's around right. and do yeah. boys yeah. from yeah. the hall. We got yeah. uh, we got the the, the yeah. portable. Yeah. Yeah. Hide it in. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I I just am so so excited about this red season and have been for like two or three months. But just having this nuance and knowing you and being able to go down the stadium just in the hall and see all of the. It just it makes it so much better. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm like yeah. I'm even more excited just having this experience. And I didn't think it was possible, but I'm with him. I'm so excited. I know, right? What could that. unless we <laughs> unless we just signed Dallas Keuchel tomorrow? I didn't think that we'd be able to. I think be this, any more excited. I, I totally, I'm totally with you. Yeah. I think yeah, we have we definitely have this tremendous offense. Yeah, I mean, we did Prowess. last year. And we, yeah, we even had it last year. Now it's even stronger, too, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's just made even better. I mean, Matt Kemp's been on fire this year. I know. Spring. What are we going to do? Then we have good problems. What are we going to do? Yeah. And then Sonny Gray was lights out. Yeah, he was. But. Yeah, he was. Well, we've got so much going on. Keep on the lookout. Go May 4th. Go to every Reds game. But go May 4th. And then you the go opening. to the hall. Yeah. It's, it, like, really, really, uh, you know, appreciate the fact that we have that in our city. Go check out the hall. Go take a, a selfie next to Tom's statues throughout all the stadiums <laughs> yeah. and uh, tag us in them, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's it. That's all I got. Tom, do you have anything else exciting coming up? Do you wanna... Yeah, I think just main thing is uh, I'm going to go and pl- start getting uh, 
even more uh, messy with all this plaster, get all this plaster dust on me. Yeah, and, uh, baby. Dive into all this uh, plaster dust. Does that does, does that make you so happy? Like when you're in the midst of it and there's dust all over the place and you're just kind of in that flow state, is that where you live? Is that yes and no. Sometimes and sometimes <laughs> yeah. not. In this yeah. case here, I'm trying to chip out like little details and stuff. And that part, I wish I could be in many other places. <laughs> I always some things. I always appreciate sometimes. every yeah. type of art by looking at it through the lens of. Um, if somebody asked me to do it, <laughs> like if somebody tasked me with making all of these, oh my god, they would just—they'd be stick figures in the clay, like, you know. So it's just cool, all—all all of the detail. Yeah, but yeah, working on the Hall of Fame plaques always fun. There, there was a blast. Yeah, that's always something I really, really enjoy. I can't and, imagine. Uh, never gets old. And then I've actually got some good help now too. So I got my twin brother that's helped me out, and then okay. my assistant. Also, I have an assistant that helps out. Uh, yeah, so my twin brother Steve. So it's kind of I got it, like uh, like to make a like a baseball reference. Yeah. I have uh, yeah, like Steve, my twin brother is is first in the batting lineup. Okay, he's the he, lead off guy. He's the lead off. He does all the graphic design stuff and yeah. kind of like works out the on the computer. Sure. How everything should look like, and then uh, Gina, my main assistant, she she's second in the batting lineup. She gets the uh, clay started, gets yeah. this roughed up, mm-hmm. yeah. and then I take over. I'm like three and four because I'm just awesome, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you take up two spots in the lineup. And Martinez, yeah. and I hit the homer, and I drive him in. And that's yeah, the hell yeah. That's the, that's the plan. I it's love a beautiful it. process. Yeah. 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 But the hall, I tell you, the uh, the guys at the hall are really helpful because they critique my clay. So I, you know, I get a certain stage. I submit images and videos, and uh, they get they get give me all this amazing feedback. And they actually make these plaques really awesome. Like if I was, wow. if we left my own devices, they'd be fine, but they won't be as awesome. I mean, those guys are really, really good. They're really helpful. And it's always good to have that second eye, you know? Yeah. And well, third, fourth, five, you know? Not a guys. lot of artists, you know? uh, not, a, not, not every artist has that attitude about things. No, oh, yeah. It you is, know, yeah, I mean, sure. you know, it's cool that you can uh, take, take, not necessarily even critiques, but just sure. pointers. Someone points something sure. out and then you work mm-hmm. with it and appreciate it. And yeah. That's... And it's in these plaques, you know, I figure because of the nature, these are actual portraits, we're trying to capture certain individuals. And these guys at the hall, all of those guys are baseball fans. You know? yeah. Yeah. I mean, they know all this stuff and then they know, and it means it's special to them mm-hmm. as much as it is to me. And of course, the, to the players, the really the inductees and the, all the fans out there. So yeah. it's something I feel it's like this teamwork is important yeah. you know, because really i mean it really is so critical because yeah. and, and like these plaques have to be perfect i mean they can't be even just sort of okay perfection They've gotta be freaking awesome it's the only yeah. thing yeah. that's the only yeah possible outcome that's right yeah. it's gotta <laughs> be more perfect. japanese way see i'm, I'm kind of like fake japanese but you know, <laughs> there's a little bit of maybe something you know i don't know because you know i was born here and grew up mm-hmm. here but my parents are from japan that's but not fake bro that's first generation that's not but some fake. genetic stuff with that whole perfection thing might of course just through for that of course the epigenetics of it i yeah. fully believe that. yeah that's so maybe incredible. that's why because i am like this crazy perfectionist and that's why sometimes yeah. it's always fun where i'm just like Working on an eyeball for forty-five minutes trying to perfect the people or whatever, you know. Yeah. But I just want I'm compelled. Like I have to do it. It's yeah. got to be perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's. I don't know how you could be a See, sculptor without that. Yeah, mindset. you've got that, and then that, and then I'm yeah. like, ah, I'll drive me up a wall and just throw it away. Yeah. Oh my god! I quit yes. so fast, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. I would never. I uh, no, no, no. Thank no. you. No, it's, so, it's so wild what different people are called to do. 
Yeah. Whatever, yeah, whatever the hell we're doing, I guess you call it. <laughs> whatever it is, yeah. I feel called, baby. Yeah, we're doing I it though. I feel called to the hall. I but I know. I mean, but Tom, it, it's so wild, dude. Yeah. You're you're the only Hall of Famer that I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the only Hall of Famer that I've ever met. Yeah, you're the only one I've ever known. Yeah. 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 So I uh, I owe you a new Nasty Boys jacket because we found his third. Dude, thank you so much for having us. Oh, you're welcome. No man, I I will. And this is great because like, this is good, like psychologically awesome too. Because it's fun hanging out with you guys, and yeah. like, it's good for me to take a break. Because I'm in just like, man, I'm in, in this stuff. By yourself, like, hey, too. This is so awesome. Just hanging yeah, out. just you. decompress. Just, just decompress. It's fun talking to you guys. And we enjoy it as much as you do. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. hopefully hear from you guys. And thanks too. for inducting me as the, the third of the new nasty boys. You are the nastiest. <laughs> Hell yeah. See you, man. All right. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.